Hey, everybody, uh, just a quick note before we start today's episode that this Thursday at 9.30 p.m. at Go Comedy Improv Theater, we are indeed having our live show. It is episode one of season three, The Circus, written by none other than George A. Romero, boy, oh boy, Matt, Jen, and myself would love to see you there. Uh, tickets and information about the show are available at gocomedy.net. And we hope to see you there. Enjoy the show. This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side, a televangelist, a greedy family. Is she? Enter if you dare. to Transmissions from the Dark Side. We are going through every single episode of seminal 80s horror anthology series, Tales from the Dark Side. And we are almost through the second season. This is bananas. Uh, I am Jen Hansen. I am with my two favorite Matts, Matt Noss and Matt Rose. How are you, gentlemen? Doing well, thank you. I'm fine. Uh, we have a special guest. I'd hope you behave for him. Uh, our special guest in the studio tonight is uh, Vince Sabatini. Hey, Vince. Yeah. Hi. How you doing, Hi, everybody. Bud? I'm very excited to be here. Oh, we are very excited to have you. We've been wanting to have you on for a while. Long-time listener, first-time oh. guest. Excellent. Uh, Vince, we have a f- uh, couple of questions for first-time guests Okay. Uh, that I forgot to mention before. Um, what uh, Did you watch this show as a child i did okay I, I do remember watching this uh i was born in 86 so this episode might be older than me oh, i'm not sure sweet. we'll get to the sweet deeds but uh <laughs> i uh but i remember watching like reruns as a kid and 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 the all the other anthologies like twilight zone is probably my favorite show of all time um classic it, classic or uh Early Twilight Zone or later. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember watching the, we would tape the, the New Year's and 4th of July marathons on Mm -hmm. sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, like, yeah, I watched monsters and you know, all that creep show. Dig it. Grew up loving horror. Oh, that's great. What, um, what other horror movies do you, uh, are you into? Uh, I mean, lots, I guess. A lot of, a lot of eighties, like horror movies, like, you know, cause they were very, very much geared towards like you know kids that liked horror movies. Oh, again. totally. Just over the top and um, yeah, eighties horror movies had that magic of just like ridiculousness. I, th- I think it was like the peak of practical effects before CGI yeah. started yep. to take over and kind of yep. suck it up. There was it, they were cheap, but there was an earnestness to them that I don't think you see as much today. I'd agree with that. Well, for for American and Canadian movies, mm-hmm. European movies had a much different feel to me. 
Yeah, like, like the Dario when you Argento go to, or... Uh, well, no, actually, I was thinking more of like the Bruno Mattei movies. Oh, I don't know Bruno Mattei. Um, he was, I think he was one of the like assistant directors for Fulci. Okay. Um, and there was like Jesus Franco and a bunch of... I know of, Jesus Franco. A bunch of others who, if you look at Argento and Fulci as the like, I don't know, Fincher and Aronofsky... Um, of Italian movies, then Mattei and Franco would have been like Paul W.S. Anderson. Okay. And like directors <laughs> like that, where it's like they're trying real hard, but they just they just can't. Uwe Boll. <laughs> <laughs> there was like so many deep cut name drops in that that I feel like you should have been wearing a scarf when you said I was up. just thinking a smoking jacket yeah. would have been nice also. Just, just a snicker. I would have, I would have liked a, a pipe, but yeah. an empty pipe. <laughs> Did anybody else notice how quiet I was? <laughs> Did you guys see Dracula? Oh, I love I it. didn't. I love, I love a good Dracula. <laughs> I love a good Dracula. Did you guys see Dracula 2000? That movie was great. <laughs> he goes to West Tower Craven? Records. <laughs> Dracula dead loving it. I'm loving it for the rest of my life. <laughs> to be fair, Dracula 2000 was better than. The Bram Stoker's Dracula. I walked out of Bram Stoker's Bram uh, Stoker's. <laughs> Bram, Bram Stoker's. I, I stayed for Two Bram Stoker's raisin uh, because that was the porn that I went no. to go see. That was uh. great. Uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. I I walked out and just sort of just sort of wandered the lobby for a bit. <laughs> to the Why AMC did you walk out? Because I was bored. Like I went back, but I was just like, Ugh. to be fair, I, it, it with... I hate it. I re- remember reading the book in high school, and then we watched that movie, and I think it was the only time I watched it through mm-hmm. all the way as like a semi adult. Yeah, and yeah, I hate the book and the movie. The movie really <laughs> captured how boring the book was yeah. pretty well for me, <laughs> but also added a shitty British accent. Yeah, I like vampires, but I'm not. I am also not a. Wait a minute. Are you trying to tell me that Keanu Reeves's accent was not credible? It was not authentic. Well, that's <laughs> impossible. I'm, I'm, I'm putting a flag in the sand. I'm going to Carfax Abbey. <laughs> God, shut up. <laughs> One day I'll be John Wick. <laughs> Whoa. 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 Oh, Blah. me, Neo. Uh. Uh, oh. What? Uh. Well, enough about Keanu Reeves. Let's talk the unhappy medium. Uh, so we have a uh, something we always do. What is that called? A tradition? <laughs> oh, a trope? Strap in, guys. It's, <laughs> it's on medication. The gas leak, the gas leak is, is back. <laughs> we take the title of the episode, and we will try to predict what the episode is about. Let's go around the table and see who got the closest. Boy, I feel like it's all of us. I'll go first. Sure. Go, Maddie. A fortune teller can't do it anymore and gets a job at Kohl's. (laughs) (laughs) She must use her powers to solve a murder. I would watch that. I, I would heartbeat. rather watch that. That's a series. Yes, that I was just thinking the same yeah. thing. Like I want to watch that. The Cole Medium Mysteries. That could be what Rizzoli and Isles is about. I have no <laughs> idea. That I hear good things. Whole, yeah, I, do, I hear yeah. good things. That could maybe. be the Rizzoli and Isles suits crossover <laughs> we've been waiting for. Rizzoli and Isles nights. The Isles are referring to Isles and Coles. Right. <laughs> Jane Rizzoli is a medium. 
The other one is a Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> They're bashing heads and putting up sweaters. I already know what you're going to do. <laughs> oh, never mind. I'm ill prepared for it anyway. Da, 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 da. That's their theme song, which is also <laughs> entertainment tonight. <laughs> the entertainment tonight theme of Dada Rosoli and it's Isles. It's Rosoli and Isles. Da, 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 da. She's a medium that works at Coles. She solves some murders and bags the crooks at night. No, it's only I thought you were doing the basketball song again. Basketball. Gimme, gimme, gimme the ball because I'm gonna dunk it. Woo! All right, Maddie, what do you got? Um, it's about Joe Medium, a psychic with bipolar who ends up buying a cursed motorcycle and crashing into a bus. Another he didn't see that coming. Oh, I I do that, Vince. Vince, what do you got? I wrote a. A sham carnival psychic gets the tables turned on her by a rival. Ooh, that's Ooh. very close. Uh, but the one I just thought of was uh, a person on the after part of a diet commercial uh, That product that doesn't work. Because it's a medium... They're fatter than they want they to be. Huh. That's weird. Let me let me read mine. The unhappy medium. Sure, she's dieted down oh. from an extra large, <laughs> but she's not small yet. <laughs> I did not see your notes no, at all. I got you. You got me right in my head. Uh, it was all that Cole's talk made me think of yeah. Cole's. Well, unfortunately, that's not what the episode was about. Uh, the episode was, in fact, about televangelist Farley Bright, the founder of the Church of the Bright Tomorrow, has died recently. Three greedy relatives gather for the reading of his will, but Farley hasn't finished communicating with them yet. This episode aired May 18th, 1986. Is it older than you? What was it? May 18th. It is older than me. Oh, I was born Vince. June 19th. Oh, you were still in a tummy. Uh, I was bursting out soon after this episode. Just, just sticking a toe out. Uh, <laughs> you come out crying. I heard about the unhappy medium. And I'm I'll mad be, about it. I'll be back in until June. Uh, this was season two, episode 22. Holy God. We're There's only two more episodes left before we hand out a couple more transmissionies. Oh, God, I can't wait. Uh, this episode was directed by Dusty Nelson. Dusty's a name you don't hear anymore. Not really. Uh, Dusty uh, directed a handful. It, only this is, the, this is his only episode of Tales from the Dark Side. Uh, he, oh, her. I'm sorry, her. Uh, wait, Dusty's a her? Yeah, Dusty's a woman. Uh, what she is that short for? worked on Dustine. <laughs> dustin, 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 dustin. Uh, she directed White Phantom, Sakura Killers, Inferno, and FX, which is like FX, but it's spelled FX. <laughs> like the whole word. Like the whole word. Uh, it was written by Edith Swenson, who wrote several of these. She wrote a bunch of episodes. She wrote six episodes of Monsters, uh, but she wrote um, she wrote ten episodes of Tales from the Dark Side. But she oh directed gosh. this one? She wrote this one. Oh, she okay. wrote uh, The Trouble with Mary Jane. She wrote Strange Love. Um, that was the one we just saw. Um, she wrote this one. She wrote uh, The Cast of Incurse, which is coming up. A bunch of episodes that are also uh, coming up. So we're getting more from... Uh, Edith Swinson. 
Good this luck with episode that. Starred, um, this episode starred Connie Stevens, uh, who is famous for... Uh, was she more of a singer than an actress? She was very, like, she was in the Annette Funicello scene. Like, like not, like, a scene of a movie. Like, she was in no, the scene yeah, with, with them. Yeah. Um, and uh, I know she was doing music. She was married to... I kept looking at her and thinking, man, she looks like Debbie Reynolds. Um, and she was actually married to Eddie Fisher. What? Oh, wow. Yeah. So, Eddie Fisher had, had a, a type. type. Yeah. Um, uh, she is the mother of... Uh, Connie Stevens is the mother of Jolie Fisher. Actress no way. Jolie Fisher. Yep. Um, and so she was an actress through the the 60s, 70s. Uh, she was in Greece too. Uh, and then she oh, got the back. the better Greece. The yeah. better Greece, yeah. It was twice as good. Um, Greece more. More Greece. More Greece, please. Greece. Mm, I ate my last Greece. Can I have more Greece, please? Sir, may I have another Greece? Please. May I have more Greece? More Greece. <laughs> I'm Connie Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> she also had a um, a skincare line that she would sell on infomercials. I don't remember that. Oh, that old, sounds vaguely familiar. Old Stephen Soothers. <laughs> <laughs> After a hard day out in the sun, just slather on some Stephen Soothers. It turns a suitcase into a sock. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It softens leather. Are you a are you leather face? <laughs> do you often wear leather socks? Yeah, what do you guys wear? Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize you were poor. <laughs> yes, I'm wearing leather socks. They're extremely uncomfortable. Well, I, I did remember that you worked at that Renaissance fair for yeah. so long. <laughs> the worst part is the more that they make my feet sweat, the tighter they get, and the sweatier my feet get, and then I eventually have to get new feet. Every yeah, week. it's a real... It's foot, a real new foot 22. situation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Carol Ann Clark was the daughter. Uh, she was known for, she was on a couple of seasons of Guiding Light. She was on a season of uh, As the World Turns. She was in an episode, ooh, who, who is she on Beverly Hills 90210? Mm, Nina Monahan. I don't know who that is. Uh, yeah, lots of TV. Uh, Richard Coleman was Jonathan. Uh, he did some legit movies. He looked kind of familiar. Yeah. He was in Parenthood. He was young Frank. Um, he was the Cheshire Cat. Mm. He was the Cheshire <laughs> Cat in uh, Alice in Wonderland. Which one? Uh, oh, uh, Adventures in Wonderland. Ah. I assume that was a straight to DVD. <laughs> and uh, Peter, Willer, Peter Miller was uh, old Uncle... Uh, Bright. Uncle Farley? Yeah, Uncle Farley Bright. Uh, he was in The Delinquents. He was in General Hospital. He was in Forbidden Planet. Forbidden Planet? Yeah, no he way. He was uh, Crewman Moran, and he was in Gettysburg. Wow. Yeah. Uh, just for a little cultural, uh, cultural cross check here, uh, on um, this date, uh, on SNL, the host was Jimmy Breslin. And the musical guest was, or was it Jimmy Breslin and Marvin Hagler? Or was Marvin Hagler... Oh, Marvin Hagler, the boxer. boxer. Oh, okay, Marvelous Jimmy Breslin Marvin and Marvin Hag Hag Hagler? Haglin? Hagler. 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 And Hagler. the musical Larry guest... Larry Hagman? <laughs> Larry Hagman? Larry Hagman. Uh, and the musical guest was Level 42. Nice! Yeah. So wait, there's two guests? Yeah. 
Looks like it. Maybe Sometimes they just it, boxed it looked, through it the looked, scenes. It looked like there were a few times where they had they've more had than a one guest. So I'm had assuming a of, like musical guests. Well, there was a there was a time period there where they would also do a stand up. Oh yeah. Was this was this oh, the, were these the garbage years of these are the was eighty six eighty six Lauren non Lauren Michaels wasn't this uh, when they had like Robert Downey Jr. and, and Julia Louis Dreyfus yeah and, and uh, uh, Lauren Jim was Belushi. gone for what, like three years and Joe Piscopo Joe Piscopo he? was this Piscopo time well Piscopo, Piscopo. was eighty I know he was yeah. eighty was he on that long I don't know I don't know I don't know either. I don't know, guys. All I know is that man lives in the sunlit world of what he believes to be reality. Oh, well, but there is unseen, unseen by, by most. most. Wait, what is there unseen by most? Oh, it's an underworld. underworld. Uh, it's a place it's that's just, just as, as real. It's just not, it's as, just brightly not as brightly lit. lit. It's a dark. It's side. a dark side. Yeah, yeah. It's, a dark side. I got it. it's a dark side. The door to the dark side <laughs> swings open. I'm so used to saying you saying it, Matt. And we are greeted by people watching TV. A rich person TV. Yeah. It was, the yeah. Big, it was one yeah. of those big school, ones. Yeah. Like, giant carton TVs. Oh, I wrote down even before the episode started, you guys were saying that birch trees were the creepiest trees because there were birch trees in the opening. Yes. No, you I said agree. fir trees, didn't you? No, no, birch. no I said birch. birch. Okay. Because those have the white skin. Mm-hmm. The white. Uh, I don't know if they're definitely the creepiest, but they're up there. Yeah. <laughs> So we push in on this uh, family watching a TV uh, evangelist. I thought that would go somewhere. It didn't. I'm moving on. <laughs> I thought you had another point. No. Nah, no. Nah, I, I don't even nah, have bro. one point. I thought you looked up what the scariest tree was. It's oh, like, hey, yeah. guys, it's not birch it's trees. Weird. Statistically, it's an elm. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone voted elm. Yeah. Uh, the 2017 scariest tree of the year is... I hope that's a transmission this year. Well, it is now. The scariest yeah. tree. The yeah, scariest let's just uh, write down. Yeah, scariest of 2017. <laughs> I have my fingers crossed for the weeping willow. That's. Just... I was gonna say willow's probably got to be up there too. It's more romantic. It's like it. That's more. That's more like Dracula. Like, like old romance. It's a televangelist, everybody, <laughs> and he's from the Church of Bright Tomorrows. So uh, I wrote down televised funeral because it was like it was like music you would hear in a funeral parlor, yes. like playing in the background or like a viewing. And I wasn't I thought we were watching a televised funeral for some reason. It was very confusing because you have all the actors on the couch watching the TV and Connie Stevens is on the TV but it kind of doesn't look like it Connie Stevens. It kind of doesn't look like no. I guess, was that supposed to look like young Connie Stevens? I guess yes. so. Was it How a different Connie actress? How does Connie Stevens or... do that with her hair? I didn't see another actress in the credits. It's like... it's like She had a sweet, like, wave. It was like a bump. It's it's almost like... It's like a it's like a fluffy lady pompadour. Yeah, she yeah, had to bump yeah. it in. It was very 80s. Mm-hmm. Well, the televangelist turns out to be... Uncle Farley. Uncle Farley. Farlene Bright. Yes. Connie Stevens' brother. So Connie Stevens is Carolyn, uh, who also, so she worked with Farley. Um, And that was a sister. That was the sister. She was the the faith healer on the show. And then uh, the girl, there's a girl pacing who looks very uncomfortable. Uh, That's Jenny. That is Carolyn's daughter. And then the other guy there is Jonathan. Now, he was Farley's assistant uh, who tried to 
climb over him in the social hierarchy of event of this church that they created. Yes, right. Yeah, he uh, he was very ambitious. They are talking on the television in nonsense, pure nonsense. It is part because I don't think they want to say anything that's actually Christian faith or any faith. And I think they don't. I think they probably also didn't want to like be too similar to actual like bullshit. Seven hundred club or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So there's a lot of like when the trumpets blare, you need to be ready because they don't. They don't claim to be. I mean, I guess they mentioned the Bible later, but they don't they do. really they don't say, say Christian. Christian. It's right. just this church that had some name. I forget what it was. The, the bright, the bright tomorrow. The bright tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there is a lot of like. Um, I at one point, Connie Stevens says, "I have the power." I have the she power. Does. She says, I yeah. have she the says power. it like that. And too. Matt Rose says, "Wrong podcast." <laughs> I have when she's trying to do her faith healing thing. Mm-hmm. She's trying to heal somebody. They got like a letter from somebody in the audience. She's like, "Oh, I'm going to heal them now." She turned into Chira. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and that was around the time that the the three of them are talking. Um. And Carolyn, <coughs> Carolyn, uh, it becomes apparent that Carolyn was the woman on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonathan and Jennifer or Jenny are are talking about how uncomfortable it's making Jenny. Mm-hmm. Um, they start to to flesh out the relationship between all three parties a little bit just so you start just so things start to make a little more sense than there's three people watching tv mm-hmm. um turns out jenny is the head of her own um organization it was the citizens for world humanism, humanism. world yes. humanism which sounds like a front for scientology right it does okay. a lot it sounds yeah. like something george costanza would make up yeah <laughs> money for people yeah yeah do they it ever... also it also sounds like a monty python bit yeah yeah uh, we're the citizens for world humanism we're the world citizens for humanism <laughs> and then they just kill each other yeah <laughs> That was the great schism, humanism schism. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, don't you worry, guys. Connie Stevens is prattling on in the TV about people being healed. And then uh, they turn the TV off because it's time to view Farley's will. Do they ever explain why they were watching this old clip of their show? No. No. Because clearly, like, the nobody really liked this guy. No, and they all gathered in his mansion to watch his video. Will, but there's why are they re, why are they reminiscing? Yeah, why, why are they watching reruns first? Yeah, yep, they're at Bright Mansion, and the and but for some reason Connie Stevens is super in to this rerun. But I think it's because she's like watching her acting. Oh, yeah. well, that's right, and she's like, it should have been me, and it's gonna be me now. Yeah, that's the feeling. Papa, that can I'm you getting. hear me? <laughs> Yentl? It's me, Yentl. What if, what if in Yentl, when she's saying, Papa, can you hear me? He just walks in and goes, yeah. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, what's up? What if I take off my mustache? Yentl? Ah, you got me again. You're not. Never mind. So 
one thing that is, is probably fairly important to mention is that the reason that Carolyn and Jenny even have anything to do with um, Bright Tomorrow is that he took them in when they had nothing. And he treated Jenny like his own daughter. Right. And he took his sister in, and she gave him the best 20 years of her life. Which, which sounds like they're, they're fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. a real creepy... That, like, was yeah. Really, that was really a strange I think, I, way to put it. I wrote it down here at some point, like... Uh, what did I write? Related or in love? Question mark? That's a fun game on this show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, so they're there for the reading of the will, and uh, the will With- starts... Or, or not the reading, the, the the playing of the video will. But before they did, they're like, "All right, let's watch." Uh, the the guy, the assistant, is like, "All right, we're, we all know the real reason we're here. Let's get rid of that exposition out of the beginning." Oh yeah, <laughs> we're yeah. here to we're here to watch the. Uh, God, you are right, Vince. We got hoodwinked by a crappy haunted <laughs> explanation yeah. dump. God, we didn't even see the haunted exposition. It dump. was so bad <laughs> that it was washing over us. Like so much sewage. Yeah. <laughs> this is my first episode, so I was expecting the exposition. Dump. Oh, good. All right. So I had an unfair advantage. Okay. You were way prepared for Thank us. Thank God you're here. Yeah. <laughs> Just it, we're at the point now. We're like, eh, some stuff happened. It's so beginning. when when they're gonna uh, do the the will, the the assistant is like, all right, we all know the real reason we're here to watch. Uh, what is it? Farley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Farley's will, as he as he prescribed, we're gonna watch his video will here alone with no witnesses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was like that didn't set off any red flags. That oh, those casual words that everybody mm-hmm. says when it's will time. <laughs> Go no to my ex- mansion by well, yourself. Alone in a mansion. Hey, uh, here's a quick question: Who's the executor of this will? Mm, ah. The TV, I guess. No witnesses. Who's uh who who's gonna make sure that the will, you know, whatever he says gets you know done? The VCR. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that it's the Magnavox. The ducks. Yeah. So Harley. Oh my God! There are so many ducks in this room. So many ducks. <laughs> this are... room is a wash in ducks. Yeah. Not not just ducks, but also paintings of ducks. Yeah. This is. They are in. This I is think for that sure called as a the duck. duck room. There was ducks on the wall. There was paintings of ducks also on the wall. There's there was a duck ducks. on the wall looking at a painting of a duck. Yes, I noticed that too. <laughs> that was a was... thousand percent a Resident Evil puzzle. <laughs> You had to like adjust all the ducks so the shadows would like match the. Like, the, uh, oh, yeah. There's an yeah. outline missing, like yep. a discolored rectangle on the yep. wall between two ducks. It's like, oh, this is where I use my duck painting yes. I picked up in the <laughs> conservatory. Good. It was taking up two slots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Harley uses this, uh, this opportunity to basically berate them and say how they've all sort of failed him. Uh, Carolyn, his sister, uh, took too much money, started with 5%, then 10%, then 15 so she was money-grubbing and only cared about money. Uh, Jonathan, the assistant, tried to climb over him in the business, and Jenny, his niece, uh, she went on 60 Minutes and discredited him. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck you, buddy. Uh, and he says, what does he say? He's like, well, I'm... I'm I might be gone, but maybe I'm not done with you yet. So watch for a sign. I'll send you a sign. I'll send send you you a sign. sign. Yeah. And then, as if on cue, the tape ejects, and then the lights start to blink. Right before the tape ejects is probably the only part of the episode that kind of scared me, which was the creepy ass stare. He he went from being like kind of a like a jerk off to this like real intense stare. That's creepy. Did you not? Did you guys uh-uh, not no, know? I was oh, writing. It yeah. was like, 
and it was like right at the camera right before it and i was like that's terrifying <laughs> <laughs> would you have popped the cassette back in and hit play again to see if there was more <laughs> i was like oh man not again because that was my first instinct like he hasn't given anything away yet like Let's keep playing. This I don't think that tape. was the will. Where's the will part of the will? Do you will? think that tape was supposed to be on the whole time that they were being haunted? Like, like it's a video game. Like it's one of those VCR video. Oh, games? it's the instructions oh. to clue. Yeah. <laughs> Draw. <laughs> Bang. 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 <laughs> uh, so we uh, so act break after the lights flash, uh, and now Carolyn is frantically looking for the will. While Jonathan and Jenny talk about the relationship that they had. Also, her, so her, uh, Caroline, like, rustling through the desk, that Foley work sounds straight up like leaves. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I was like, in drawers? I was like, these are just loose papers in there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, they go to the Foley artist. It's like, uh, we need paper shuffling. I, I got a bag of leaves. <laughs> I, I got enough. I don't have. <laughs> I have leaves. Uh, do you want leaf? Yeah. Um, I have in my country, leaves are paper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where did we get you guys from? I have coffee beans, Denver. <laughs> uh, we, are Den- from, <laughs> we are from Denver. We are from Denver. You guys are from Denver. Yes. yes. How long have you been doing Foley work? Oh, very long, very long, long time. New to today. <laughs> no, so I have very, very long, long about this. Yes, we, we, we be doing this for years. Very long for today. Lots of experience. Lots of, lots of today. Yes. We qualified. Yes, we so qualified. Don't right. even worry about it. Okay, well, we're gonna need some wind blowing in a minute. Do you think you got that covered? Cough, 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 okay. cough, cough, cough. <laughs> Why are you coughing? Is quind. <laughs> quind. Is quind. It's creepy Quinn. It's spoopy Quinn. Sp- spooky. <laughs> spoopy Quinn. Yes, it's very spoopy. And scene. Wow. All right. Fully work. They did their best. These 80s outfits, by the way, are on point. On mm-hmm. point. She had a belt that wasn't really belting anything. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, a loose <laughs> belt. belt. Just a loose floating Just belt. Loose. That's a one loose of those belt things in that a room full of loose birds. Drives me nuts is fashion items that are completely non-functional mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like how women and it's it's always on women's clothes oh it's too, always us it's pockets that don't actually pocket <laughs> yep women that, right <laughs> okay but it's not because we don't want pockets it's oh, because I, the government says that we can't have things <laughs> we have pockets that are small so we can hold 75 cents for every dollar you receive and all your buttons are on the wrong side that's right yeah because we don't know how to dress ourselves they're all decorative anyway <laughs> Well, this outfit is hot. Let me just say, well hot done. Hot with a capital hacha. Well, she keeps talking. Jenny keeps talking, and she's talking so much about how much she doesn't care about about the money or about the church or about anything that I just end up writing. Don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's such a liberal. Yeah, that was something I thought was funny. Is how Johnny keeps talking about how you know. Farley thought that we were going to get married. Farley thought that we'd do this. You know, I really did love you. And then goes right into the, you liberals and you're this and that. (laughs) 
So yeah, that was where I wrote down related or in love because it it wasn't really clear to me yet that he was like the assistant. I guess yeah. they, they might have said it, but like I I it got was the quick vibe on the tape because it was a yeah. funeral. I got the vibe that they were all a family. That's what I thought originally. And then I was just like, are they related or well? Also, he th- seemed way too old for her. It's at this point that I wrote feathered hair don't care. <laughs> <laughs> This is when I wrote, why is Connie Stevens famous? Because she's not a good actor. <laughs> she's a great over-actor. I mean, if I if I was a director and I needed somebody to rifle through an office, she'd be one of my first picks. She was like, it was, she was like, it was like Howard the Duck. <laughs> With that Wait, hair you mean, and then just flat the Do you mean the scene in Howard the Duck in the beginning when he gets pulled through the portal and he's like going through walls and stuff? Because if so, I see what you're talking yes, about. Yes, that's Welcome what it is. Duck talk. Yeah, duck talk. <laughs> quack, quack. Quack, quack. Yeah, so uh, when Connie was at the desk, uh, she she was you know rustling through her le- drawers of leaves and then she was like, a safe. He had a safe. And that's when she went to the wall and was adjusting the duck painting. Yeah. <laughs> and was just like trying to figure out. And there wasn't a safe there. Nope. So oh, I no, don't no, know no. why she couldn't just pull the painting off of the wall. Because ah. the episode was only 19 minutes long and we <laughs> needed three more minutes. A classic Tales from the Dark Side Stretch. gun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you see a gun in the first act, <laughs> the end. Oh, pl- implant an idea of a safe? Well, that'll never pay off because <laughs> lo and behold, Jenny's been mediumed. You get mediumed. Yeah, she starts convulsing, and then you see. Would you call that convulsing? Um, uh, maybe. What would you call that? You wouldn't call it. Anything I would. Else I would. Um, I would call it a hardcore orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would call it. I too. would call but it I her make getting Matt hers. Say it. She was coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is a it is a hardcore angry come. Where's the sax at? <laughs> oh shit. You didn't have sax ready. I'm not ready. Oh. Matt. How do you not always have that ready at any given <laughs> and time? And we were like, what's going on? And it was just possession by Farley. So one of the things that um that I noticed is that the cells they used were very similar to those used in Creep show, yeah, mm-hmm. the red, like the yeah, the, the red, red and red the blue, and blue. Yep. yeah, I wrote yeah. Pokemon colors. <laughs> so I'm sure somebody in the '80s wrote their thesis about this episode and the symbolism of the red and blue, <laughs> because um, oh, I didn't even make that connection until just now. Right, there's a big heaven and hell thing with it, but also for the Church of um, Bright Tomorrows. They have hands that are that are. Oh, that penny! Yeah, I didn't right. even notice and that that was the, the logo. Yeah. And then one side is red and one side is blue. That logo looked awful, by the way. It oh, looked it was like terrible. the um, you know, the line drawing in the memes of uh, uh, Pepe. No, not Pepe. Oh, oh uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Like you know the very like just like it's just like a cheesy like line drawing of Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, that's what the hands look like. When he goes, but we oh. got a badass over yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> I'll show you later. Um, so, no, th- I mean that honestly, that logo just reminded me of something you'd see at a church. Yeah, it it felt kind of daycareish to me. Yeah, because right. it, it like looked more I said, like a painting Jen. than yeah. like a logo. Yeah. Like I said. Like a church. Like a church. All right. <laughs> Well, hardy har, ain't it tremendous? 
<laughs> Jenny will be how I carry on in life. Oh yeah, so so when she's possessed, it's her mouthing the words mm-hmm. and uh fart <laughs> This is Oh I'm being possessed. Oh that was the best oh, possession. <laughs> oh wait, what was that? <laughs> wait, 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 what? I'm full of my It's a real weird thing that her uncle enters her. Yeah. Real gross. And then she comes. Hard. Yeah. Hard. It's a hard come. <laughs> She's convulsing. She's like, Lights are flashing. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure there was a little snot in her nose after that. Oh. Like, it was... That wasn't snot. And there is the episode. Oh, <laughs> Thanks for listening to Transmissions from the Dark Side. We're the never coming back. <laughs> well, that's how this show ended. She was filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm. Uh, yeah, so she was possessed and talking with his voice. Mm-hmm. Right. And she is also wearing... The jumper that she was wearing is now colored one side red, one side blue. Mm-hmm. Was that was the was I, I think that sure was just the it, cell. I think it was just it? the the lighting. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was no. the lighting or the clothes. I thought the exact same thing, but later in the episode when she enters hell, the light in hell is brighter and the blue is still there. Oh. Hmm. Okay. It did look like her the clothes looked different, but and I didn't notice the I am colors. surprised that they would spend that much money on extra costumes. No, yeah, and too. and she has face paint on. The face paint I know. The face paint's oh, cheap. Yeah. I didn't notice the face paint either. I was noticing. She looked all the like wrong she things. was going to a sporting thing. Well, yeah, she's a she fan. Looked like the she's ultimate warrior. Yes, she's a fan of the Red Blues. Yeah, <laughs> go Red Blues. Go Red Blues. Defend the goal. Get the points. <laughs> Dunk it. Defend the sports goal from your enemies. And then later, I'll take you back to my. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I sleep. <laughs> so, so Farley says Jenny will be how he carries on. She'll be his mouthpiece, his medium, his medium. Well, and and then he also he he starts kind of going slim pickings, mm-hmm. where he's talking about I got the devil on one side and heaven on the other. <laughs> And what we have here is a <laughs> failure to communicate. <laughs> Jenny slumps forward, and uh, Farley's gone. But she says, Farley was here. I could feel him. Gross? Super oh. gross. Oh, gross. Super gross. I wrote, uh, I wrote a guess for what I thought the twist was going to be, mm-hmm. and I, I guessed that they were all dead, but... Oh, that would be smart. See, I for a while I was kind of thinking like, did they did they all die? Like, did he release On a toxic to gas mm-hmm. in like the room or something? Well, for a minute I thought he was alive because he had enough money. I thought that he was alive and like just torturing them in the house. Yeah, I thought it was a real saw situation. House on haunted hill yeah. style. Yep. 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 Okay. So there's so they're trying to get out. There's two Wait, doors. Wait, is that the end of House on Haunted Hill? Oh, oh God! You spoiled the movie. Spoilers, guys. Oh, was that going to be Richard one of your Matheson? Oh, no, no, it's just, no, no. Matt's very particular no, about was... spoilers from movies that are sixty years old. Oh. <laughs> no, I was talking about the, the remake. Oh, okay, yeah. That's just, yes. Don't oh, even worry about okay. it. Okay, yeah. Um, um, Famica Jansen. 
Oh, Femke. Oh, Femke. Oh, Femke Jensky. You're so pretty. Um. You want leaves? <laughs> you want... I make... I... Pew, uh, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> uh, uh, hi, guys. Uh, I, I saw that you... Uh, We're uh, still here. We are waiting in car. We'll be here. And when you need next. You need sounds? We make sounds. Well, we're about to open a door to hell and a door to heaven. Okay. Meow. Ah. Perfect. Ah. Did you say meow? <laughs> She's dedicated yeah, to this yeah. vaguely foreign <laughs> character. No, we're from Denver. You know, it's cat milk. <laughs> we're from Denver. Um, Denver. Come to Iceland. We're from Denver. Oh, Bjork, you're here? <laughs> Denver is cold. <laughs> okay. Uh, so so there are two doors into the room. Connie Stevens is like, F this. I've got to get out of here. She Which runs. is a great call. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Runs to one, and it's red, red, angry, yelling red. <laughs> and then she runs to the other door and her hair it's gets blown back and it's fucking party. Blue in there. wind chimes. It's, it's but it still chimes. seemed like screaming going on. Yeah, some it, no what what I heard was people were having a party. Oh, I heard a lot of wind chimes. Maybe you just hear maybe it's clever sound design that you just hear what you think heaven is. <laughs> Did the party sound like this? <laughs> oh my oh, god, I regret bringing up the <laughs> Oh, heaven! Flap, 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 flap. Blowing. I'm, I'm Birdie. Oh, it's like boot in mud. <laughs> yeah. Also, thank you again for joining us on our last uh, episode. episode of Transmissions from the Dark Side. Sure hope this is the one that my mother chooses to listen to. Yeah, I took a listen to your show, Jennifer. Who are those people on there? And what was with all those mouth sounds? <laughs> Clowns to the left of her, jokers to the right. Here she is, stuck in this room between heaven and hell. Forever, hey, Guys, by the way. if you're stuck between heaven and hell... Is there anywhere you could possibly go? How about heaven? heaven. How about oh, just go to heaven? Yeah. Nah, let's stay you don't in even have to. You don't even have to fucking work for it. Yeah. Okay, you well, have a free pass. That was let's the first make... thing I thought as soon as they like established that, oh, there's heaven. That's a door to hell and a door to heaven. Okay, so let's make a list pros, cons of heaven versus hell. So then we can make like an informed decision about which door we want to go through. <coughs> okay. All right. All pro, right. Uh, pro, the heaven door goes to heaven. Oh, right. That's a pretty solid. Yeah. All argument. of your earthly delights are met for all of eternity. Is that heaven or hell? That's heaven. Okay, I'm writing it down. Okay. Uh, um, pro heaven. Again, it's heaven and mm-hmm. not hell. And not hell. No. Okay. Solid. Con hell. It's hell. Yeah, big okay. con yeah. for hell. Lots Double of eternal damnation, yeah. brimstone. Nashing, getting poked with hot stuff. Mm, yeah. All those Pitch layers. Forks. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Forks. Several, several rings. <laughs> Judas is there. Ugh, that guy. Nixon. Judas was a real Nixon. <laughs> He's a real Haskell Barton. Judas Nixon. Wasn't that a, wasn't that a Psycho Billy oh. band? <laughs> it is now, if it, if it wasn't already. <laughs> Uh, they realize they're all stuck, and we get to an act break. Well, there was a line, don't open that door, at one point. <laughs> Thank you, Vince. <laughs> yes, 
There was that's right. That that was the line they were trying to stop Connie Stevens from opening the door. That was an yeah. actual line. Don't open that door. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it was Thanks, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> it was, but that was exactly how Chill. they said it. Don't open that door. <laughs> right. Oh. Chris, <laughs> don't die. Wesker. <laughs> wow, what a madhouse. Jill, don't open that door. You, the master of unlocking things. Well, you were almost a jibble sandwich. Thanks, Barry. Thanks, Barry. Wait a second. What are you doing here? <laughs> it's Moonlight Sonata. Uh? Oh, it's almost eaten by a snake. A demon. He's not breathing. But Wesker, why? Wesker! <laughs> Just like you, Chris. Always figuring it out. <laughs> I'm going to write that, guys. I'm gonna oh, write please that do. Show. Vince has <laughs> been threatening and or promising to make uh, a live reading of Resident, the Resident Evil video game. Resident Evil live in concert. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I, I I do a couple of those voices. Oh, you, would oh, be, you, you know you'd I got a break. Three people yeah. that I would invite. Uh, the cast uh, writes itself. The uh, so we we get back the um, Jenny and uh, what's his face Johnny Johnny Jenny and Johnny. Ugh. The, Ugh. One of the first things they said after they come back from the act break is. Let's try the doors again. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> After he tells her not to open the doors. Well, and one of the things that Connie Stevens did that I thought was funny is she pronounced trick, treak. It's a treak. Yeah, I wrote that down where I was like, Not a, a treak? This is also where she says the 20 best years of her lifeline. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. She gave her brother the 20 best years of her life. So those they, are, they do. The good fucking years. Yeah, when you're. <laughs> When you're a flower in the attic. <laughs> <laughs> because yep, because here we are at this point, Connie Stevens is like, well, there is no witnesses and there's no will. So we can just split it up as we see fit. Yeah, you still can't leave. Yeah, well, focus she, on the bigger problem, Connie Stevens. Yeah, she forgot about she yeah, yeah, she forgot about the whole heaven and hell thing for a second there. And then she's like, Don't worry, Jenny will be the medium forever. And then Johnny says the most dramatic line read of probably the whole show, which is, Jenny, do you realize what she's asking you to do? And it's the <laughs> most mansplainy. Like, it's clear what Connie Stevens is asking for. It's like, listen, little girl, do you understand that you're going to be throwing yourself into hell? Yeah, I got it. No, I don't think your small woman brain understands. All right. <laughs> Hell is a bad place. Yeah, no, I got it. I got Especially it. Especially for atheist liberals like you. Okay, like, I'm you, just going to go in Do you there. understand forever? Yeah, it's it's eternity. I got it. I'll just go, guys. I'll it's a mighty go. long time. Uh, well, luckily. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's why it's called for. Unky's coming back. <laughs> He's back, and Connie Stevens is asking, what about the will? The will? 
Read the Bible. <laughs> that would have been a great end of the episode. And I think that's, I, I like to imagine that's how an episode of Veggie Tales ends. <laughs> Just a cucumber saying, read yeah. the Bible. Read the Bible! <laughs> X is over its eyes. Wait, well, does, does the cucumber die and come back? In this episode, he does. Well, young cucumber, I'm going to die. Read the Bible. I mean, they, they do Bible stories, right? So oh, there's yes, got to be do. at least one cucumber that comes back. Right, Lazarus. Lazarus, the Lazarus, Lazarus cucumber? cucumber. <laughs> the P is for cucumber. <laughs> Read no, the Bible. I was talking about Jesus Crisp. Oh, Jesus Crisp. That's right. Oh, God, Vince. Feel good about that one? Yeah. Yeah, good. Uh... <laughs> They find the will in the Bible. Which was uh, obvious, I guess, because he said... Because he said, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Bible. A little on the the nose, yeah. Yeah. It's like when you're playing a game, or have you guys ever been in any of those, like, escape the room games? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And, like, the guy has to come in and give you a clue, because you're, like, stuck on a puzzle. Mm -hmm. So I'd be like, hey, you should read the Bible. Well, so... Oh, we didn't look at the Bible, guys. when When I was in an escape room not long ago... Um, the the guy like came over to the PA a few times and he was like, "Listen to the tape recorder." <laughs> and we tried listening to the tape recorder, and all it was was like, <laughs> and we were like, "It makes no sense." And he came in and he listened to it and he was like, "Oh yeah, that's bad." <laughs> so uh, we did one a, a couple months ago for like a work event, mm-hmm. and uh, I did a different room than than there was like two different rooms, and I did one, and this other group did another one, and in the other one it was like a casino heist, and to get out like or to solve the room, you have to get the combination to the safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the clues that ultimately give you the combination gave the wrong combination. <laughs> but this one guy, and I, I work with a bunch of engineers, and this one guy oh, like no. just didn't pay attention to any of the clues, and he just brute forced the code until he got in. <laughs> and That's, like cracked it in like 15 minutes or or like he cracked it like and then they found out later like oh yeah we gave you the wrong code don't worry about it we're actual safe crackers (laughs) i like that the beginning of that story vince when you're like my team went to one room and i went to another it was like there was a team building exercise you weren't allowed to participate (laughs) i get real competitive we need to really bring our team together without vince (laughs) (laughs) so in the will uh, Connie Stevens is left $15,000 and she gets to keep her 15% of the ministry. Uh, Jonathan is supposed to carry on as the host of the show and the remainder of uh, the possessions uh, go all his assets. All his assets go to Jenny uh, in as, the hope of reconciliation. Hope of re- reconciliation. But, so what is 15% of a nonprofit? Because it has to be a nonprofit, right? Oh no, it's for sure for profit. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, but like for but sure it's a they're, church, they're so getting, it's not taxed. But I thought even for tax, like, <sighs> well, look at people like Joel it, Osteen, yeah, who they have millions upon millions of dollars. But like he can get, I, I guess I, I think it operates like I, I guess I don't know how a church operates different from like a traditional nonprofit where yeah, you could have a nonprofit that's sketchy, and I just all the money we make goes towards the CEO pay, right? So that's how you can kind of bypass that. But if it's a, I don't know. 
I'm getting caught up in the logistics of the law here. And yeah. That's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> so, oh, you're on law I talk. I started to format. I'm sorry, Matt. Oh, no problem. I just wanted to think about fucking with fiduciary responsibility. <laughs> oh, tax code. Wesker. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> don't come <laughs> yet. Once again, thanks for joining <laughs> us for our final episode of Transmissions from the Dark Side. This one gone so off the rails. <laughs> because this, this episode is Because she comes in it. Because she comes in it. She comes in it, and this All episode right. is a straight line. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. there yeah. isn't too much to this episode. Yeah, like, why does Connie Stevens hate her daughter like why does she turn on her daughter because because she because gets she's all the a stuff. liberal is it because she's a liberal i know it's because so she, she gets all the stuff she thinks she deserves that's it that's the whole thing she wants to be connie steven wants to be the star she wants to be so the badly minister. that she would kill her daughter her own daughter isn't there something in the bible about that oh yeah yeah don't do it yeah. <laughs> oh, unless god tells you to do it okay and then it's, okay. <laughs> and then it's a test right but then it's a test but i got i kind of got the vibe that they there was like some some distance between her. They were estranged. And, yeah, between yeah. her and her mom, and and her and that guy that uh, Jonathan Johnny missed the, What they had was real. Oh yeah, yeah Johnny. That was a line. Guys, we we're running real. about seven minutes under for this episode. Could you please just throw in a love story? Any of us? Uh, the younger ones. The youngest. <laughs> the two youngest ones makes the most sense, yeah. I guess. Well, they. Set it up where she gets possessed again. They by know the Farley. devil is coming, and well, the devil is she, coming she, for Farley. She says that. Yeah, they they establish. Uh, when did they establish uh, that? One well, of the they, remember they they said that he um that he had heaven on one side and hell on the other, and and neither one will take me. And you know, but then but then after that, the devil wanted him. They like made a decision, and the devil was going to take him. Yeah, yeah. But but they they just kind of like came. They kind of glossed over that, and yeah. they never. We don't know about from. the the backdoor negotiations happening. On the other side of this room was a better episode. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, the probably the blue side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that's soul bargain. Uh, yeah. So she says, "Oh, when he comes from, when he possesses me next, I'm gonna give him to the devil." Yes. Mm -hmm. Whatever that means. And Johnny's like, "Do you realize what that you're asking for? You silly woman." Well, here comes Harley. <laughs> Farley? Sure. Sure, vroom, guys. Vroom, vroom. Ah! Vroom, vroom. I'm a motorbike. <laughs> pie is burning. What is pie is burning? Oh, pick. The picture is burning. Okay. That's that's next. I was smelling burning pie during this episode. It's like, oh, might have to go to the hospital after so, this. And, and again, it's weird that he just keeps popping in and out, like, yeah, where's almost he going like he almost like he's a plot device. Yeah, like is he just what? I don't understand why he's toying with them. Like why they're in, they never explain any of this. Hey, why are they hey, in this room? Between it's Farley Bright. And hell? Farley Bright does what he wants. He had the power to bring them to this room between heaven and hell. I don't. Yeah, know. you know, I kind of I kind of wondered about that too. I was like, was he some kind of wizard, and we just don't know about it? He actually spoke to God. I don't. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, clearly not, because the devil was after him. Yeah. Maybe he made a deal with the devil? Uh, mm. I realized that at this point, listening to Connie Stevens talk, that if she had, like, if, if she was kind of tongue-in-cheek about the acting she was doing, she was the, like, OG Karen from Will and Grace. <laughs> oh, no. She was she she had, like, a real, like, Malali vibe going. Or, or maybe Malali's just doing uh, Connie Stevens. I don't know. And just has been for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, so... Farley shows up, possesses Jenny. She she struggles for probably two seconds and then... Oh, uh, what are you doing? Yeah, uh. then runs for the hell door, opens said hell door, looks in. It looks like it's maybe 50% capacity, not like it was the first time they opened it. Mm-hmm. Um, And then just jumps in. Johnny, no! Runs after her. Kind of stares off into hell for a few seconds. Jumps in after. This is where I wrote my second guess for the end of the episode, which was the end of Disney's Hercules. <laughs> God, I don't remember that. that uh, Aren't they just floating Hercu- outside of Hades? The, or, the uh, or? Meg or whatever goes in, like, yeah, f- her soul is, like, floating into hell or into uh, the underworld, and mm-hmm. Hercules goes in and saves her and comes back out or something. Okay. I don't think yeah. it was this satisfying here. No. <laughs> no, this is less satisfying than something that Disney had their hand in. Well, don't worry. <laughs> Connie Stevens throws the will into hell as well. It closed the door and boom. I, did you say that Connie Stevens jumps in to save her only daughter? No, no. no. I said that she no. threw in the wills. It's, oh, okay. It's all hers now. Okay. She's like, fuck you. Big time. And she's like, hey. I'm rich. I'm rich. I'm socially secure. <laughs> she daffy ducks it for a minute. <laughs> Straight daffy ducks. Oh, my God. That's why there's so many ducks around. Oh. Oh. You have cracked the case. Mystery solved. Mystery. Now the episode makes sense. Well, so the last couple minutes definitely mm-hmm. ties everything together. What I What I thought was funny is after she closes the door and like, does one of those. She walks over, looks at the Bible, and says, maybe I'll read this thing tomorrow. And then sits down where I was like, that's a televangelist right there. Yep. Maybe I'll read this thing tomorrow. Maybe I'll yeah, finally I'll pick cruise. this stupid yeah. thing up. But before she does that, it was what you were getting at, too, is that the as uh, while they're in hell the and pot. like Farley is dying in hell or whatever, <laughs> the picture of oh, the Farley picture on lights the ground, on fire. Just lights on fire, and she just kind of stares at it in this room that she's trapped in. And then Farley <laughs> bellows, No! Jill! Wesker! <laughs> and the picture is burning in a way that it might indicate it's going to burn the room down. down. And yeah, the fire yeah. started to get kind of, It kind of spreads a little yeah. bit. And she doesn't seem alarmed by this. Yeah. No. And like then yet. it just sort of dies out. I'm assuming oxygen's limited in this heaven hell room. Yeah. And then she's like, all right, well, Connie I'm not going to read the Bible. Connie sucking it up with that performance. And I'm just going to take a nap. <laughs> Boing. Oh, no, that, that's after the, the nap's over. Takes a nap. Oh, yeah. Go oh. to day. That's true. Day o' nights. And, yep. it's and like, now it's chirp, chirp, I guess chirp, they're out chirp, of heaven, hell chirp. room. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then cartoon sounds. Boing. Blah, blah, blah. Plink. They're back. They're gone. They're back. They're gone. They're back. They're gone. Like, this is one of the worst effects I think we've seen. Oh, this was this was so jarring. Tales from like, the dark side. I didn't know, I didn't know if there was. Uh, yeah, I didn't know if there was a problem with the DVD. Yeah, or yeah you or, were like, what just happened? Yeah, what was is everything okay? Boing, <laughs> boing. Yeah. Uh, hey guys, can we talk to you about the foley sounds for a second? 
Yes, you don't yes, like it? You, you like the sound? The well, it, it sounds like a cartoon character getting hit with a hammer. Ha ha, cartoon very character funny. getting hit with a hammer. I love funny. Um, that's not what we asked for. We asked for a creepy sound creepy effect. Creepy sound effect. For someone coming back from the gates of the hell. Cartoon hammer. Ca- cartoon hammer. Acme hammer. Are Very popular in Denver. Okay, okay, can I ask you why you used a fart sound? Uh, as uh, for f- for fright when you're when you're frightened, your buttocks stick con- contract you, and you, you poot and you you put out the sound. You both are fired. Ah, ah, poot. <laughs> ah poot. Yeah, when I get ah. scared, I poot. And see. <laughs> Well, when they come back, there is not much dialogue that happens. Yeah. Other than it's like, well. Other than Connie Stevens sees them and says to her daughter, you ungrateful little snit. Nothing about, nothing about, hey, how was hell? Yeah. (laughs) How did you get out? How are you just cartooning into existence Oh, well, don't you see our clothes are moderately singed? And and we now have ashes on our face. And we now have this uh, carefully burned will. All right, bye. So they leave. They close the door. And then you hear Farley laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't it wondrous? Well, there's mysterious wind. And then there's mysterious wind. Damn it. And and then credits? Credits, the end. I don't know, guys. This episode sucks. <laughs> was, yeah, was that was, that real, was around the time that you went, real, fuck yeah. you. Oh, you want to know what's happening in this episode? <laughs> fuck <laughs> you. Yeah, this is a real middle of the road. All right, let's go to the writer's room, because there may be an episode in here, but it certainly wasn't the one that we watched. I think it's the Rizzolian Isles. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am 100% on board with this Rizzolian Isles. I am Isles. too, actually. <clears throat> All right, let's just replace this episode with the uh, Rizzolian Isles. Rizzolian Isles Knights. Should... <laughs> Great. Yeah, we should have used the nuclear option on this and just done an episode of oh, Rizzolian yeah. Isles well, Knights. Well, we, we only, only have do one. It one we, only, yeah, we only have one per season. Uh, and we had to use it this season. Oh, did you already use it? Oh, we, yeah. Did. Yeah. we did. It's the only time we've, we've used it, and boy, did we have to. It was. It must be one of the ones that I haven't listened to. Mystery date. Oh, y- you'll know it when you get to it because it sounds like a funeral dirge until we hit the <laughs> button to get out of the episode. Matt, Matt Rose and I are so broken by it, and and sweet Matt Noss is like, "Come on, guys, we can do this. It's not that bad. It's, it's not, not that bad." And then we and they talking. are like not doing yeah. anything. Nope. Like just pushing themselves away <laughs> from the table. Well, you hit a point. Yeah. You also I mean, hit a wall, sir. For for most of the episode, it was when you're a little kid and you don't want to eat your food and you just keep pushing that pee back yeah. and forth. That whole watch episode it if I have yeah. to. <sighs> Dream girl. Check it out. <laughs> or don't. Or don't. But I the, wouldn't. But the episode's pretty good. <laughs> oh, our episode <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, our yes. episode is. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, because yeah, I didn't think the episode was bad. I mean, it wasn't great. It wasn't fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It was it was boring. Yeah, it, it was, was kind of boring. Yeah, yeah. Because like I would, if you got to see hell or you got to, like I guess there was the the possession. Like the possession looked okay. Maybe there could have at least it been would... like a devil. Yeah. Yeah, I got a very like Twin Peaks vibe when she would be possessed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there wasn't. 
there it just wasn't interesting. Right. There wasn't nothing. There, it wasn't even like bad. To lo- it wasn't. Nobody changed. There weren't any stakes. Right. So nothing was, was explained yeah. for me to like care. Yeah, the going to hell and coming back. It's it, uh, stupid. Uh, scale of one to ten, how many um, VHS <laughs> wills would you give this episode? Three. Yeah, three and a half. Yeah. I would say three. I'd say three too. Okay. Wow, consensus. Uh, so do we want to try to go to the writer's room? Rizzoli and Isles, I think man. we have Rizzoli and Isles. <laughs> That's just, just uh, did you have some other ideas? Uh, I don't know. Maybe just something to explain what the fuck that room was. <laughs> they never... I don't know how they got there, what that was. It just There was just too much unexplained. Where Farley took his silent meditation of duck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's his quiet duck thought room. God, what was that episode of Twilight Zone? With um, the ducks? T- no, no, the five the five people. Oh, um, five people waiting at, for a... At the end of the world? Well, no, it's, I think no, it's it, like five people waiting for... Looking for an exit or something Yeah, like yeah, that. five people looking for an exit. Um, Is that like the Sartre no exit thing? No, it's the one where it's like a ballerina and they're all like in a like they're in a trash can. And you find out they're like dolls. Sorry, oh, spoiler okay. alert. No, it's okay. God damn it. Um, but yeah, they no no none of them remember how they got there. None of them know who they are. Um, the only the only Wait, comparison are you guys talking about that I was Toy thinking... Story. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Toy Story. I mean, that's what it was based off of. Oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> um but just the the how did we get here? How do we get out? Um, God damn! How did we get here? Oh, how do we get out? Oh, get in my box! Unky's coming! Oh, Unky! <laughs> so why was the uh, what? Why was the? <laughs> I get, did they really establish why the uncle was evil? Besides, just because he was like a, just sh- a he swindler. Was a tele- he was a just swindler. a swindler. Just a swindler. Yeah. Okay, and all the you know, just a yeah. Jim niece, Baker niece possession. Mm-hmm. Hey man, those buckets float. That's all I'm saying. Jim Baker's buckets. Jim Baker's buckets. Mm. <laughs> oh my god, the buckets. Have you watched Jim Baker's buckets? I have no idea. What oh my doing. god, we have something wonderful for you. Oh, I'm excited. This. It's a gift with purpose. queso means cheese. Oh. All right, let's get to it, yeah. Jen. Uh, well, we have to ask uh, Vince a question. I don't know. Can we ask Vince a question? Can we no, ask I'm Vince a question. Vince, you got anything to plug? Vince? I do. Oh, I do boy. have things to plug. Oh, man. I'm so excited. Plug to away, plug. my friend. Uh, so two things. I have two things to plug. Um, I am part of a, a troupe, and we do a show at Experimentation in Pontiac. Uh, we're there every Tuesday night. Um, it's right on uh, Saginaw Street, across the street from the Strand. Uh, and we're what do- was experimentation before? I'm trying to figure that is that that's not clutch cargos, is it? I have no idea. I don't know Pontiac that well. Okay. Um, most of my time is there has been going to this, which is like a brewery. They got really good beers there. Okay. Um, oh, it used to be Bo's Brewery then. Oh, and okay. they have a space upstairs. Uh, there was going to be a space upstairs we were going to move to, but we're ju- we just do it in the the front of okay. the like the front window. Okay. There's like a little stage yep. area yeah. there. Um, it's really cool. And on Tuesday nights in, uh, we do an improv show out there. We were doing a jam and long form and whatnot. Uh, but for October, we're going to be doing improvised horror stories. That's awesome. Uh, this show is called Campfire Tales and we do three improvised, uh, urban legends or horror stories, things like that. Since this is coming out at the end of October, can I just 
ask you to extend your campfire. <laughs> just pretend that it's still. Man, everyone we've done has been a lot of fun. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I don't know. I, I want to do. Before you move on to turkey tails. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, just all of us sleeping on the. Yep. Stage. Everybody's standing around preparing a Thanksgiving dinner. Just tryptophan fever. Yep. Yeah. Oh God, I'm so full. Uh, yeah. Well, the last night we did um, the shadow shadow people and Queen of the Hobos. Oh, that's awesome. Spoiler alert: I was Queen of the Hobos. <gasps> what a beautiful Queen of the Hobos you are! What a uh, lush beard. And then the other thing is, uh, I'm part of a new theater that's going to be opening in Plymouth. Um, we actually opened this weekend. I've heard about this. Um, we're the we just came up with our official name, which is the Mitten Theater. Um, awesome. We're going to be playing in the Plymouth Arts and Recreation Center, or the Park Building, P-A-R-C. Okay. Okay. Um, we're going to be doing shows on Saturday nights at 6 and 8. Great. And uh, Sunday shows at 3 o'clock, which are uh, all ages, family-friendly. Nice. And there will cool. be short form. And, and we're going to ultimately do more stuff, but that's just to start us off. That's fantastic. And that's it. That's all I got to plug right now. That's awesome. Awesome. Uh, Vince, thank you so much for being here. Oh, guys, this thank was a you. I've and a half. been wanting to do this since episode one. <laughs> oh, so thanks, I'm very man. Excited. Thanks. Oh, come on. Aww, well, thank you. Guys, anything else? You can get in contact oh, yeah. with us at Tea from the Dark Side on Facebook, facebook.com slash Tea from the Dark Side. That's also for Instagram as well, Tea from the Dark Side. Thanks for everybody who's been following us there and also following us on Twitter at TFTDS Pod. Uh, Maddie. Uh, so Chris DeMars, uh, former guest, uh, his podcast, Tales from the Script, has uh, officially gone live. Oh. So you can find him on iTunes, Stitcher, and uh, Google Play, I believe. What is that about? Um, it is about coding and also horror. Coding and horror? Mm-hmm. Like uh, binary coding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're both uh, application developers, so um, that's how I know him. And he uh, came on the show because he also loves horror so i just wanted to give him a, a yeah. quick plug real quick cool we have a live show october 26th at 9 30 p.m at go comedy improv theater you know there is one more thing jen okay um well it is t from the dark side at gmail.com mm-hmm. if you want to email us matt do you remember um try to enjoy the daylight. try to enjoy, try to enjoy, the, enjoy the, daylight. the daylight okay that's what i thought bye bye, bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at T-F-T-D-S pod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.